Hey there, Music Podcast for Kids listeners. This is Mr. Henry, and we want to thank you so much for listening to the show. We absolutely love educating the world all about music. And you know what's pretty cool? You can be a part of our mission as well. If you leave a review, more people can listen to the show. So you can help us with the journey of educating the world all about music. So if you could take a moment to leave a review of the show, we would greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much. That's what we're gonna do Mr. Henry Mr. Fight Exploring along with you Learning music, having fun That's what we're gonna do Mr. Henry Mr. Fight Love hanging out with you The Music Podcast for Kids Hello and welcome to The Music Podcast for Kids We're your hosts, Mr. Henry And Mr. Fight Music Educators Extraordinaire! The Music Podcast for Kids is a fun and educational podcast where we learn and explore the best subject ever. Music! And now the music joke of the day. We love jokes. So if you have a joke, please visit our website, themusicpodcastforkids.com to submit your joke. And guess what? It doesn't even have to be a music joke. It can be any joke. We will read and enjoy your joke on the podcast and also let everyone know who it came from and where you are in this great, big, wonderful music world. Our joke of the day is... This joke comes from David, a listener of the show. Why does the cow stay up so late? Huh? To see the moon. <laughs> Make sure to send in your jokes by visiting our website, themusicpodcastforkids.com. A link to the website can be found in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you are enjoying the show so far. Please subscribe to the podcast to receive the latest episodes and leave a review through iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, get updates on what we are up to through Facebook and Instagram by finding us at music podcast for kids links will be found in the show notes on to the show just chat 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 lindsay benedict is a jazz singer performance coach public speaker and worship leader with a passion for world travel she enjoys performing with the Judson Jazz Orchestra, a Nashville-based big band with a unique musical blend of hymns and jazz standards. She also sings with the Metro Big Band on musical mission trips facilitated by a Global Missions Project. For 20 years, Lindsay was a voice and piano instructor and in 2019 began Music City Showcases. This live music production company provides performance opportunities for all ages through showcases, singing contests, and summer camps. Lindsay also provides performance coaching for those that are preparing for auditions, contests, and pageants. When Lindsay isn't making music, she loves to encourage people through public speaking, especially women's groups. 
She serves on the worship team at South Point Community Church, south of Nashville, where she lives with her husband Joe, son Joseph, and Black Lab Darcy Lynn. We have a very special guest with us today on the Music Podcast for Kids, Lindsay Benedict. Thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So since we are a music podcast for kids, we always like to ask our special guests how they got started with music. Can you tell us how old you were when you started playing music and where your musical journey took you through your growing up years? Absolutely. I was probably about eight or nine when I started piano lessons Mm -hmm. and I took lessons for six or seven years. I, I stopped lessons when I reached high school. I guess I got busy with other extracurricular things, but I kept playing Mm -hmm. all through high school and even got my first gig playing piano at a small church in my hometown and been playing in church ever since, but also grew up singing in church choir. I was also in musical theater quite a bit and pageants, just all sorts of, of things where I was able to perform and just it's in my blood my family very musical my dad has a master's in composition so i guess it was meant to be (laughs) yeah yeah that's neat and where where did you grow up greenville alabama and no it's not where forrest gump is from (laughs) but it might as well be (laughs) very small town southern and i loved i loved growing up there it's a great place yeah cool Oh, wow. That's awesome. And speaking of the South, uh, you participated in a vocal competition when you lived in Florida, correct? I did. I lived in Tallahassee for 15 years and I entered the local X Factor, which was sponsored by Fox, the local Fox station. I ended up winning and uh, was won a all expense paid trip to Dallas where I competed in the next level. I did not move on in the competition, but it was an amazing and very fun experience where I really learned a lot about who I was as a performer, learned a lot um, from watching other people. It was an amazing experience. So can you give us some background? How do you even get started with something like that? Like, I'm I'm sure there's a process application and what's Mm -hmm. the process you went through during the competition? Yeah, you basically enter the competition uh, by filling out a form. I guess I saw it advertised somewhere. It took place at the Tallahassee Little Theater, where uh, representatives of that organization plus other judges were on the judging panel. And it was sponsored and facilitated by the local Fox station. Uh, it was an all day event. So you basically went through rounds of the competition and it was all a cappella. There were no wow. no accompaniment allowed of any form. So that was a little intimidating yeah. to have to find a song selection that works a cappella. So I totally stole Bo Bice's idea. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the year Carrie Underwood won American Idol. Okay. The runner up was a guy from Alabama, Bo Bice. I think that's his name. And of course, me being from Alabama, I totally, uh, I really liked Bo. And mm-hmm. one night on American Idol, he sang a cappella, which is a huge risk, but it was an amazing yeah. performance. Um, I can't even remember the name of the tune, but <laughs> but it worked because uh, I ended up winning that yeah. competition. So 
song choice is huge when it yeah, comes I was, to that. Yeah, I was just going to say that, um, you know, I think that's something that a lot of people maybe don't even realize how important the song that you choose is. And I and, and on American Idol and all of that, they would talk about that quite a bit. So I'm sure yes. as that show continued, more people were realizing that, oh, wow, that's actually like a pretty big deal. Like you have to know what works with your voice. And then, like you said, which what's going to work acapella. So, and did you have to, did they want you to share with something that could really stretch your, your vocal range or a a real challenging piece or did they have, what criteria did they have for, uh, for the competition? It was so long ago. I can't (laughs) remember exactly, but I remember one of the judges giving me feedback weeks later because not only did I win the all expense paid trip, I also won a performance slot at a show at the little theater several weeks later. And one of the ladies that was a judge was at the show that night. And she said, I really enjoyed your performance because you performed it. You, you had a, an entrance, um, the song you sang with what you were wearing and you didn't just um, sing and walk off the stage. Like it's one thing to sing. It's another thing to perform. So that was what in her book um, put scored me higher in that situation. And when you sing acapella, there's a tendency to get out of key. Mm-hmm. You know, you start in yeah. one key and it gra- usually it gradually goes flat yeah, sure. or you're not in the same key. <laughs> you started. Yeah. So yeah. I think some of that was happening with contestants that mm. you don't realize and you really have to train your ear and, and practice to avoid yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but y'all are asking me some great questions of things I haven't <laughs> thought about in a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And, and it is, it is hard to, um, sing a cappella. So, um, well, we're highlighting jazz music this month on the music podcast for kids. And, um, so is, so jazz, is that like your primary style of, of vocal music or? It is. Okay. Yes. I absolutely love jazz. I've always loved it, but haven't performed it, you know, in a professional sense, um, until like six or seven years ago. Okay. So it's a relatively still kind of kind of a new thing for me. I'm becoming, I guess, more of a seasoned vocalist in it. But um, yeah, I grew up singing mostly contemporary Christian, mm-hmm. grew up singing church music. I did experiment um, for a while. I sang with a cover band that did blues, uh, rock, country, a pop. Uh, it was a great experience. Yeah. to sing with a cover band that did a variety of covers. Uh, I do enjoy singing blues as yeah. well. Uh, but jazz was what I really landed on and have, have been singing it ever since. Sweet. Wow, that's great. <clears throat> and you're the lead singer of a, a jazz group, a big band jazz group. Can you tell us yeah. more about the group and maybe how it got started and where you're, where uh, different venues you perform at? Absolutely. So... I am singer for Judson, Judson Jazz Orchestra, which is a church-based jazz orchestra with Judson Baptist Church in Nashville, directed by Kent Kirkland. And 
You know, I don't know the story of how the band got started exactly. I think it's um, they were recently formed, like with, within the past five to seven years. Um, and Camp Kirkland is the director for a variety of orchestras and big bands that perform in Nashville, but also around the world. And Camp lives here in Nashville. So uh, they have an orchestra at Judson Baptist Church. So within that orchestra, there's players who come together in this tw about a 20 piece big band. And they just they just love to play. They love jazz. And it's a wonderful mix of jazz standards and and hymns with jazz arrangements that we do. And uh, I met Camp through a mission trip that I went on to Guatemala with a different organization he told me all about the band said we need a singer i said great i'll do it sign me up yeah <laughs> yep. that's awesome so do you have a, a favorite song to perform um maybe with with the band or maybe just you know on your own and, and could you tell us a little bit like why why that one is your favorite yeah it's hard to pick one but yeah <laughs> if i had to pick one i would pick orange colored sky i just that song is so fun. It's so classic jazz. It was made famous by Nat King Cole and then Natalie Cole. And of course, many, many artists have recorded it since then. But I, when I was recording my jazz record, not long after I moved to the Nashville area, uh, my first jazz record, I did a celestial theme. The, the name of the record is Jazz is Heaven. And there's a lot of jazz songs like Fly Me to the Moon, yeah. uh, Moonlight Serenade. There's a celestial theme, Stardust, you know, mm -hmm. and so Orange Colored Sky fits that. So when I was trying to find songs for my record, I landed on that one. And one day I was driving home from Nashville after something I was doing. And there was this beautiful sunset. And I kid you not, there was like, uh, how does it go? Uh, oh, I've sung this song a million times, but the bridge talks about green polka dots and purple stripes. And I kid you not, it looked like a green polka dot. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't see a lot of green in the sunset, but I thought, yes, I've got to put this song on the record. Yeah. And I've been singing it so much ever since. It's just a lot of fun, the, the phrasing and um, it's a crowd pleaser. And when I do this song in my shows, I sometimes do a little ballroom dance routine where I get a volunteer up on stage <laughs> <laughs> and it creates a fun moment. And I, I love that too. So yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, so jazz is a pretty unique style of music. Uh, it's not easy to perform. Um, can you tell us what makes jazz singing different from the other genres you mentioned blues and the other uh, genres you uh, sang with the other band. Um, how's it different from those? And how do you prepare as you learn new jazz songs? Are there any particular points that you have to keep in mind as you're learning those? Yes. Uh, so jazz, um, I've told my piano students and my voice students and my son, who's now an aspiring musician, I've told them through the years, if you can play jazz, you can play anything. Mm. In my book, it's the most complicated form of music. It, um, in terms of instrumentally, it uses complex advanced chords uh, in certain progressions and structures that are complicated. Mm 
Um, And in terms of vocal jazz, it it goes over a wide range. Um, You might come across, it's not um, uncommon to come across a jazz song that has an octave and a half range uh, that travels from chest mixed head voice and back down again, where the melody is a little unpredictable. Uh, which I love. The melodies are very colorful. Jazz is very colorful. You'll even see in jazz art a lot of red and bright blue and yellow with a saxophone player. You know, that's very typical. So uh, that's one reason why I love it. Jazz just makes me happy, too. I I can be in the worst mood, and then if I just turn on some big band music or jazz improvisation – I am instantly happier. Um, just, it's just, it's just fun, wonderful music. So um, there are lots of other things that, that make it, you know, challenging yeah. and complicated, but uh, excuse me, I'm declining a phone call. <laughs> yeah, no worries. So do you do a lot of um, like scat singing as well? Like, so you're d- improvising as well? I do. I do some yeah. scatting. I, cool. I should do more, but, more so in a live show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in jazz, it's just as much about the band as it is about the singer. And so when I'm doing a one-woman show, if I'm not accompanying myself, I sing I sing with tracks sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course, every time I can get a live band, I do. But sure, sure. especially these days, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. places are not necessarily <laughs> hiring the whole band. Right. So, um there will be these long instrumentals in jazz music. And mm-hmm. so to fill that space, a lot of times I'll, I'll scat. Yeah. Uh, and also on my jazz record, jazz is heaven. The title track of that song, I do a lot of scatting on there. It's like a Dixieland jazz tune. Cool. So yeah, yeah. that's something that's tricky. It, it sounds like it might be easy, like, oh, you're just spitting out different syllables, but there's really more of a, a structure and a technique to it. And honestly, just listening to Ella Fitzgerald recordings um, is a great way to learn how to scat and then to just try it. Right. And right. a voice teacher of mine, she said, memorize, find, find a great scat on a recording and memorize it mm-hmm. syllable for syllable. Yeah. And um, so I've I've used those techniques, those uh, suggestions. Yeah, that's cool. So in addition. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I I can imagine that would be tough. You'd have to practice a lot to get Mm -hmm. all those, you know, because it's so intricate. You know, all those it's weaving in and out of these complex chords. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's 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 cool stuff. In addition to being a performer, um, you are also a singing you do like singing competitions and uh uh, like a camp coordinator so can you tell us more about your role with these projects and why you are offering these opportunities to young singers i would love to tell you how i got started with that there's a little backstory to it i taught uh, voice and piano for 20 years Mm -hmm. now i'm a performance coach uh with mcs coaching musicianship connection to audience and song choice. So those three things coming together to coach uh, performers for an audition, a contest, uh, I'm auditioning for a lead role, or maybe you're just in a show 
and you need some coaching to get you ready for that show. As I said earlier, it's so much more than just singing. Right. Um, in fact, I like to, to tell people about a company that I took lessons with called Singing Success. And their definition of singing is acting on pitch. So it's equally performance and singing. Right. And so um, after I retired from teaching voice and piano after 20 years, I took a little break and thought, well, what's next? Is it music or am I going to do something totally different? Well, I landed on music again, but mm -hmm. it was an opportunity that fell in my lap to coordinate a student jazz showcase at Rudy's Jazz Room in Nashville. And I had to fill three hours of music. And my big band was like, sure, we'll do it. But I was still like, uh, <laughs> three hours. I'm not sure we really want to do that. So <laughs> what if I called some of my former students and some of my friends that are either pro or semi-pro in Nashville Long story short, five of my former students signed up for the show. They actually paid a fee to me to do it because then I coached them for it because I thought it's not enough just, just to say, hey, yeah, I want to sing and then show up. No, right. there's there's got to be some preparation for this. Right. So they basically um, paid for coaching that I provided leading up to the show. And then I brought in friends, as I mentioned, and Basically, Music City Showcases was born because I thought, wow, I could coordinate and produce these live music shows that feature students and or pros from one extreme to the other um, in a variety of Nashville venues. And I've been doing that now for a year and a half. And in an effort to grow that business, I started Music City Superstar, which is a singing contest that uh, has prizes and Nashville industry judges, and it starts wow. online, but there's also a live component to it. Right. And um, it's also a fundraiser for a worthy cause. It's a, it's a really great event. We just wrapped up uh, Music City Superstar 2021, and I also do Music City Summer Camp. Cool. And Bruce's daughter is coming <laughs> She's gonna this be a summer, Anna. This year. That's awesome. And uh, Bruce is coming down too and going to volunteer. I'm so pumped about that. Awesome. But I have anywhere from like 12 to 15 kids. It's kind of a smaller, intimate experience here at my home called Woodsong Farm, south of Nashville. And we hang out here at the farm all week, singing and dancing and performing. And I coach all of these kids. They make new friends. They, they do uh, crafts even. We play games. We do parties. But it is very a very serious music experience as well because we're doing all of this coaching and, and practicing leading up to a big showcase at the end of the week. I also take them into a recording studio, legit wow. recording studio yeah. in Nashville, which they love. And, and then I usually try to find somewhere for them to sing in a Nashville area venue as well. Wow. Um, and I've had kids that have been come to this camp almost every year and the new kids come every year. So Music City Summer Camp, 
I've even got lodging for a little bit of lodging for out of town campers. So if some of you kids are watching this and you think oh, a summer camp near Nashville, mom, 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 can I go? Yeah, uh, I would. I would love to provide that lodging for you. It's a fun, safe environment. So anyway, that's that's what I do. And then the the coaching MCS coaching. Everything is you see the the pattern here MCS. Yep. That's <laughs> right. Start summer camp showcases and the coaching as well. Super oh, cool. package. That's that's yeah. awesome. So uh, so as we wrap up here we'd uh, like to ask you to offer maybe some advice or a bit of wisdom to our audience as they begin exploring the world of music. Uh, so what what could you say to our audience directly? Yes, to narrow that down I would say Find Your Voice, number one. I teach a vocal workshop called Find Your Voice. Uh, for many years, I think I was trying to be a singer that I'm just not. Um, and that's another story. But I eventually realized, wow, my voice is quite suited for jazz. And I love jazz. So I'm going to focus on this. And I still sing other genres. But so... Uh, don't give up trying to find your voice, the best music that's suited for your God-given voice type and the music that you connect to where all of that and who you are, your personality, um, your performance style all comes together. So that uh, that's a journey. Uh, so don't don't give up. You need to try lots of different kinds of music. Um, get a, get great instructors the best you can find to teach you. I didn't take voice lessons until I was a young adult and I had to unlearn some bad technique. And yeah, you need, yeah. you need people to teach you the right way, the right technique. And then I would say uh, as a, as a Christian musician growing up in the church, um, this is another story too, but I, I ended up feeling like singing other genres of music was bad, you know? <laughs> um, and I, I don't agree with that anymore because um, even my big band that's church based, we do jazz standards as well as hymns and our camp, our, excuse me, <laughs> our director, his name is camp. He says, we play every note for the glory of God. So no matter what genre you're doing, do it for the glory of God. Obviously, if it's for the glory of God, it's going to be appropriate, whatever it is. But I have found the presence of God uh, meeting me in the middle of a jazz song just as much as in a worship church moment. Mm -hmm. So I guess those would be my three pieces of advice. Awesome. Love for it. For all of you youngsters out there trying to find your way. Cool. Well, jazz singer Lindsay Benedict, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us. And we wish you all the best as you continue to educate and creating opportunities for young singers and spreading the love of jazz music to the world. So thank you again. My pleasure again. Thanks for having me. Stay jazzy. Time to wrap it up, folks. Thank you so much for tuning into the Music Podcast for Kids. We hope you enjoyed the show and most importantly, learned something cool today about music. Remember to send in your jokes or even a topic in music you would like us to discuss by visiting our website, themusicpodcastforkids.com. 
If you are interested in awesome educational and fun songs for your kids to listen and sing along with, please visit brucefight.com. Music is available to download with iTunes, CD Baby, and Facebook, and most streaming platforms like Spotify and Amazon Radio. Links will be found in the show notes. If you are interested in learning how to play the piano with a fun and engaging curriculum geared toward kids, please subscribe to Mr. Henry's YouTube channel called Mr. Henry's Music World. Links will be found in the show notes. Please visit iTunes to leave a review of the podcast and also share the podcast with friends, relatives, aliens, whoever. Again, we thank you so much for tuning in.